0: Good morning, good morning. This is the Healthy You Wealthy You Show. And as always, I'm Adel Kazulski and I'm very excited to be with you, Yeah, I'm
1: excited always to see you, but I'm excited today. You know what, Adel? I think we just enjoy the show. <laughs> I think we just have a good time and learn so much and really enjoy being with each other. So yeah, same feelings. Absolutely. And today I'm, I'm certainly going to learn something out of the ordinary. And we
0: thought it would be very exciting to share with you. There's a lot of talk out there about trauma and how trauma affects who we are, how we are. Um, I actually, myself, um, realized the effects of trauma just about a month ago, Um, just to share with the listeners, just simply just to show how your body gets triggered. 35 years ago, I had a traumatic birth. I had a child in ICU. And this child now uh, thirty five years later, gave birth to a child uh, a baby, my grandson um, talk. thank you, and he too was was born prematurely, and I had to join her in the NICU. and I thought I was doing fine until one day um, I was visiting with her, and I saw a very small baby, and I got completely triggered to my my experience thirty five years ago and i i I felt so out of sorts, I was so agitated afterwards for so many days. Um, until I realized, like, there was trauma 35 years ago. I had to do what I had to do to get going, but in fact, um, that trauma is still sitting with me. So I'm on my journey now to try and just release it out of me. And interestingly, when speaking to therapists, they went and said that trauma has, was passed on to my daughter, and she landed up in the same situation. We should actually just try to clean it out of the family system. It might sound like heebie-jeebie, but trust me, it's not. And today we are going to explore that. And we are going to speak to a very interesting person called Ritzmaler Um, She actually started completely in a different sphere. She was uh, a lead implementation consultant for Oracle. She traveled most of Europe on training and assignments. And we are going to understand now that due to personal reasons, she started her work with trauma and she, she now, um, has embraced the work of a Dr. David Bocelli and she is now a trauma certification trainer along with a lot of other things, neurofeedback training, um, she, she's known in, she does heart math, uh, tra- she's a heart math trainer and coacher, um, an NLP practic- uh, practitioner, craniosacral therapist, a lot of things that have to do with what we call today somatic healing. So if you have any questions or comments, you are most welcome to join us on 34519. That is our SMS line. Oh, what how's what is our uh, 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 what's the name? I keep on forgetting our telegram. Jeez, I forgot it. Craig, help me out there. <laughs> I just know it's 1019. I've had a, a moment, a blank moment. <laughs> I'll get that now. You can telegram us, and um, we we will welcome your questions and your comments. So, with no further ado, good morning, Ellie. How are you?
2: Good morning, Adel and Feji. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank I'm you for today. joining us. I'm here to talk about something incredibly close to my heart. I'm passionate about it. Um, Yeah, and I think always telling a story around how one gets into this work or changes work spheres is interesting because you you speak to so many people who have the same type of responses going on in their lives, exactly like the story that you've just shared. And I think it's a wonderful way to actually start off um my story because it is around birthing trauma as well. So hopefully it will help you to understand a little bit about why you are being triggered in the way that you are. So yeah, TRE is, is stands for tension and trauma releasing exercises. Um it's not an exercise regime. So we use movement in the body to put the brain into a state of safety. And I'll speak a little bit more about that when I get to it. Um, yes, I started off in corporate. I loved my job. Um I'm a very cognitive person. So A plus B must equal C for me. And um I research at the moment as well with the global organization of TRE, as well as with UNISA, um, with the Prof. Marilee Skuman. we're working with children at risk. So I'll also chat a little bit more about that. So TRE really is as much as it sounds a bit unusual and weird, and I think if I got paid every time somebody said to me, This is weird, I could have retired <laughs> long ago. Um <laughs> It's weird because we don't understand the nervous system. And you know, for me that's quite interesting how how I'm quite surprised that people don't know about Autonomic nervous system, what the natural responses in the body of the fight flight, and and it's very much a primitive response as well. So yeah, there's a there's a complete science to it, and I think your your listeners will find that very interesting. Yes, I've studied a lot of things. It just shows my age. <laughs> um, but all your passion, I'm
1: not sure your age, definitely your passion. <laughs> I, I'm my so passion not, and i so. <laughs> That's okay.
2: Yeah, and as as we were speaking earlier, you know, when you start in one in this field you you end up researching and looking at other things which is which is just so amazing because it's such a vast field um so i was born in zambia in kitwi and um in those days my you know c sections were not something that was easily um done by the doctors um so i had the cord wrapped twice around my neck and I want to chat to you quickly about what happens with babies, especially when they have trauma or when there's trauma in in utero as well, when mum is going through trauma. So it's not that it just gets magically passed on. We are all born with a fully intact what we call brainstem. That's a reactive part of our brain. It is our survival brain. So it's 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 fully developed by the time a baby is born. And the reason for that is because if we don't have that, babies don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to go into the different spheres of trauma response for survival. You know, prem babies, it's quite interesting how resilient they are. You'll hear people say, wow, amazing, this baby was prem, but look, it's such a fighter, right? That all comes down to a fully developed world perhaps not so fully in-prem babies, but almost fully developed brain stem. Um, so that's a reactive part of the child. And I promise you that part of the brain stem is working very um, intensely for that child's survival. So that's why babies survive um, who've had such distressing uh, birth traumas. I mean, I had the cord cut really quickly because I was a natural birth. And, you know, I always wondered why I struggled at school. I was definitely an ADD child, um dissociated I don't remember much of my childhood um and I was listening to your talk last week with Mary Ann where she talks about children with ADD you know so there's an interesting response in the brain where we actually do disconnect from that from ourselves and that's a survival response Hang okay,
0: there. we, we are talking with Haley. We are talking trauma. This is going to be a very interesting conversation. Please join it. And now I know there's a message, 34519 <laughs> and the telegram number, 061-895-1019. This is 101.9. Hi, FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagie Stern. We are talking to an incredible lady called Haley, and she was telling us about her birth trauma and how she actually came to be a T R E counselor. Right back to you, Haley. What happened after so, that traumatic birth and your disassociated childhood? But <laughs> yeah, and
2: it, well. My brain was doing the best thing for me, and that was to keep me alive um, and out of the chaos of what was happening in my environment. I also grew up in quite an abusive home, uh, alcoholism, you know, very poor as well. A lot of people don't know that about our family, um, but it did have an impact. And if you look at studies, um, there's a particular study called the ACE study. It's the Adverse Childhood Experiences. They list 10 experiences that children have have gone through, and the effect that it has on them as adults. So physical effects, if you ne- if you are addicted to anything, if you're a smoker, drinker, all of those are linked through to these childhood experiences. So let's fast track to the um, age of 39. I'm sitting in a room, first training in South Africa. Dr. Bassetti came out here. I think it was 13 years ago now. Um, with a group of 40 people, I didn't know. And I thought, what on earth have I got myself into (laughs) There's some crazy stuff going on in this room? Um, but I left that training pain-free. I'd also fallen when I was 16. And when you compromise in your nervous system, physical impact actually stores quite severely in the body. Um, and there is a science to that as well, a a protein that is released by the brainstem at the time of trauma. So, um, I left that training pain-free. My body went into a beautiful release of tension. I had a, an immense heat in my back. I had a memory come up and I had an emotional release. All of these things lasted about 30 seconds to a minute, and I promise you it was like a whirlwind. But I've been pain-free for 13 years now. I actually got into CrossFit. I was a provincial hockey player for many years. I played national level at school um, in Zimbabwe, and I had to give up at the age of 21. And yeah, I got back into, I got into CrossFit because my son was in that and I'll come to his story now. And I mean, I was back squatting like 100 kilos, front squatting 90. And this is for someone who'd had severe injury, basically my whole adulthood. Uh So there's something about the connection back to the body when we release this trauma. At the age of 29, I had my first son. So I was loving my job. I was implementing, traveling the world. You know, hey, life was good. It was very disconnected, but it was good. Um, and uh Matt was born under severe circumstances as well. So interesting how those patterns repeat themselves from my birth to his birth. Um, and, yeah, we almost missed him. His 8 school score was perfect. He had a nine and a ten. He started speaking at the age of 13 months. So we were like, okay, we survived this trauma. There's nothing wrong. But then I started noticing him checking out. Like They, they call them petty mal seizures. So they don't really seizure, but you have a disconnect where they, the child just is not present. Um, so he started school, and then we started seeing social issues. And this is because his nervous system was in such a heightened state from birth, and it remained that way because – Children need to learn regulation, and if you are born in severe trauma, you don't have the opportunity to learn how to regulate, and that's nervous system. There's actually some research done by Dr. Stephen Porges where they look at the development of the vagus nerve. Now, the vagus nerve is a wonderful calming nerve in the body, and it continues to develop after birth with children. So, up until I think about three months, if they have severe trauma early on, that stunts the growth of that nerve, and so they can. Could- for regulation really becomes distorted. So I work with a lot of uh, adults who've had chronic childhood PTSD, and it's teaching these these, um, clients of mine how to regulate themselves. First of all, we regulate from an outward perspective. We teach them body techniques that calm the nervous system down. But eventually the nervous system picks it up and starts to release on its own and to regulate on its own. So it's, it's a pretty powerful response that takes place. Anyway, so I, I couldn't, um, I couldn't accept this. They told me he wouldn't learn to read and write properly. He would always be stunted in terms of, of his, his learning capacity. And that makes perfect sense when you look at the nervous system. Because if we're in survival mode, which is that fight, flight, um, and it's overwhelm, it, the, the brainstem actually shuts down connection to the thinking brain and for good reason. So you can imagine if a lion is chasing us, we're not going to have a fat old conversation. So, say, hey, Edel, what do you think we should do now? Do you think we should run or should we climb this tree? What should we do? We're not going to do that because we'll be eaten, right? Um, so the brainstem does that on purpose. It deliberately shuts down the, the cognitive brain so you can react and respond. And this is where people cannot remember what has happened in that moment. They just did. They ran. They can't believe they did that or they hit somebody or they fought somebody off. That is the survival response. Okay, so in children with ADD and ADHD, actually it's more correctly ADHD these days according to the DSM-5, they they are in that permanent state of survival. So their cognitive brain is not connecting. There is no real capacity for focus. And we work a lot with the Ad Lab here in in Johannesburg. That's um, Mitzi Hollander runs it. And she sends a lot of her children to us where they can actually pick up through neurofeedback these high beta waves in these children and they send them to us at TRE and they say, listen, they're, they're in, their anxiety is high, their nervous system is heightened, do the work first, and then we send them back again. So the nervous system is really key to a lot of healing that goes on in the body. And I use that word, word very loosely, healing, um, because I want people to know that there is a neural response in the body. There is a capacity to restore your nervous system back to a state of balance. And we need to do that through the body. So let me just get back to Matt. I can go into explaining what happens when we experience trauma physiologically and neurologically. So I took Matt off. Once I'd learned the process, I was not going to work with him because I was too close to him at that stage, nine years of age. Um, I I sent him to a lady that had trained with me, and she worked on him. And... um, we didn't tell the school, but we took him off his epilim and we took him off um, Ritalin. We wanted a, a sort of an objective point of view as to how was he doing. And at the end of that term, when he'd been on no medication – um, the school came to, in the report they saying, you know, best decision you ever made was putting your child on, on Ritalin. And yes, at the time it was, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate for medication where it's needed. I think once you're at a level where you are balanced, you can then start doing all this other work to try and restore the nervous system. So, yeah, we said to them, well, look, he hasn't been on medication. They were absolutely flawed and stunned. Um, so then we went into high school. In high school, he lost 30 kilos. Matt was very big. He was a large child. And, you know, to all those parents out there who have, who have overweight children, I want you to know that I totally understand it's not always about what you're feeding your children, that there is a nervous system response that stores and holds on for dear life. And so the metabolism just doesn't work as it should. So last uh, month, Matt was awarded. Um, he got the top student for his honors in his CA tax at Fitz University. Wow. He's doing academic articles. So here's a child they said would not learn to read and write oh, because wow, wow. actually... Yeah, he was he was completely disconnected. So if we had not done anything, this may have been his trajectory in life. Um as far as being overweight, uh he then got into CrossFit. Uh, we did the process again with him. He lost thirty kilos. And, uh, was crowned the fittest teen in South Africa in 2018. Wow. So yeah, one proud mummy here and, um, look, give it to him. He also put the work in, but if we can reverse those survival mechanisms, then that, that's, is very, very helpful, you know, to do that. So I just want to chat a little bit about what happens in the body when we go into trauma. So when the brain stem detects that there's something going on that is life threatening for us, and that could even be an argument, you know, um, Ada, you sp- spoke about your trigger to your own, um, child's birth and then your daughter giving birth. You know, those triggers stay in the brain stem because you actually haven't released the traumatic event. So what happens is that brain stem releases a protein into the body besides cortisol and adrenaline and all those normal, um, hormones that we we know about. Um it, It's called TGF-beta-1. It's a protein, and it runs into the fascial system of the body, which surrounds muscle, runs deep in muscle, and joins muscle groups together. It's a communication of what's happening in your body back to your brain and the brain checking what's going on in your body. And this protein contracts the fascia, it tightens it. So if all your listeners out there, have got neck ache, back ache, head headaches migraines you know physical tension and they've they haven't had accidents nothing's happened to them this will be due to trauma response that has gone on over a lifetime so what we are designed to do then is the reason it gets contracted is so that we're powerful enough now to run away quickly away from that lion or to actually fight or something that or someone that is bigger than us. This is where people will jump a two meter high wall or they'll be able to lift a vehicle off others and they go, I've no idea how I did that. That's that trauma response in the body. However, we're not designed to remain in that contracted state. We are designed to run away, fight and reset the nervous system, which is not happening for so many of us. So this is what TRE does. Through the exercises, it actually puts the brain into a state of safety through a movement of stretching and then fatiguing. It's all about safety messaging and danger messaging. And we leave the brain in safety. And in safety, the brain goes, oh, I'm out of this event. And it actually discharges the tension that was created at the time of the trauma. Now, in TRE, once we start this process, it looks for old contracted patterns and it releases those traumas. Not in the way you experienced it, okay? You might not have a memory. You might not have an emotion. You may just have a physical release of this contraction. And when Dr. Buscelli was developing this, he couldn't find a lot of human studies in it because he had observed people shaking Uh, when there was trauma going on, he was in Beirut under a, um, in a school under a bank, in a bunker. And as the bombs were going off, the children were shaking, the adults were shaking. But after the event had happened, well, sorry, the adults weren't shaking, the children were shaking. And this was after the event as well. And so the adults were like containing the kids and saying, you know, it's okay. And what they didn't realize is that shaking mechanism is actually very healthy. It's Mm. in, in a traumatic experience. I'm not talking about Parkinson's or, um, epilepsy because that's a different, um, aspect of, of, um, brain damage, if you like, like the brain has been impacted itself. Um, so he looked to animals and what he discovered is that if a lion, for example, chases a herd of buck and she catches one, the rest of the buck will run off 100, 200 meters. They stop, they'll shake. So they've survived, right? Because the, the lion has her kill. They shake from head to, to tail down to their hoof. And then the most important thing happens, they start grazing grass again. It's like, what? We'd be running for days because in our minds, we think that, that lion is going to get us. But what happens in, in the wild is that the hands are not going to go and catch another buck and pop it in the freezer for lunch, right? <laughs> it's a survival mechanism. So those buck has survived. So this is what we do in TRE. We put the brain into safety and the, it's, the brain is remarkable. It's quite easy to manipulate in a way that we can use movement through stretching and contracting to leave the brain in a state of safety. So the brain then thinks you survive just like the buck. And you go into this process of release.
1: Are you if able to you, pick up um, what the
2: actual trauma is? No. And sometimes the person will get a reveal, like I did. This happened to me in, in my process, not just my back, but I had another memory come up, an emotion come up. I seem to get them in threes. I seem to get all three releases at the same time. Um, but it it restores the nervous system from there. So the charge, so it'll your trigger would be reduced, greatly reduced, by doing a process like this. We don't know what's going to happen for people, but this is why you do TRE with a facilitator in the beginning. So we recommend six sessions where you have them once a week, and we watch to see what happens with your process. We might extend your sessions so it gives your body time to integrate the changes. Your brainstem is always looking to recover. That's what it's designed to do. As much as it keeps you in survival, it's looking to recover.
0: So then just to understand, so obviously if, if somebody's got a physical symptom, a, 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 a person lives with chronic headaches, okay, for example, then they'll come and say, I just have chronic headaches. I don't know where it came from. Um, or it could be like for me where I, I realized that I got completely triggered again when I walked into the NICU and I I, I kind of like, you know, did the dots. Does that help in the actual treatment like, what do you do? What do you do? Do you go and check muscle tension where there's tension and just start working there? What happens if we can't give you a reason? Like, we just want to <laughs> go through the process.
2: Yeah. We're not, we don't work cognitively. We're not, um we don't do the counseling side of anything. So we're not interested, and I mean that very respectfully, in, in what you, what your story is. What I'm interested in is what is your body doing? So, the process is seven exercises, and we do that with everybody. it doesn't matter what you come in for. you could have anxiety, you could have physical issues like I had with my back. you might have just had an incident happen. We work very similarly we we also work according to where your're heightened Level is when you walk in the door. But basically, we do seven basic exercises, and they all work on what we call the adrenal muscles of the body. So we work from the waist down. Um, so we, we start off with an ankle roll. We go into a calf raise. We go into hamstring stretch. We go into a fatiguing of the quads. There's a pattern of exercises that we do. So remember when I spoke about that protein releasing into the fascia? That contracts the fascia. It tightens it. So if we don't ever release, that contraction stays there. And this is what's triggering you. This, this is where you're going, Oh my goodness. Why am I feeling this way? This happened so many years ago. Your brain still thinks you're there. Okay. So that contraction means danger to your brain. So when you release a contraction, like we do with TRE, and even if you go for yoga or massage, you know, people can have emotional releases. However, that it tends to, the contraction tends to come back again. The only way that I have seen in all the modalities I've worked with where we get long-term relief of these tension patterns is if we release them from the same part of the brain that created them, which is the brainstem. So by doing the movements of the exercises, we are connecting to the brainstem to actually initiate the release that it should have done if we had run or fought. How many of us do those these days we don't right we'll end up in jail if we do that um so you know uh we store it and we hold it and we keep it together you know it's probably the worst thing you can do long term important in the moment yes and that'll be from survival perspective your brain is always looking to see is the fight the way to go is that going to get me out of danger is fleeing going to do that and if those two you cannot execute them because it's Perhaps too dangerous to do that. I mean, imagine trying to run from someone who's much bigger than you. That might put you into more danger. So the brain will then look at the freeze response or the disconnect as the final stage of where it keeps you. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, That's some
0: absolutely interesting stuff, and I think it's making more and more sense. You know, it just I find it fascinating that as humans we can't act like the buck, you know, like run away. Okay, he's got his lunch. I'm okay. You know, we will run away and then think we're just being chased for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Even if we move <laughs> to another posture and there are no lives. What I
1: find so fascinating though, Adel, is that we use therapy a lot. Like you actually go and speak to a therapist about something or you try and do like a trauma release in that way, but it actually gets stored in the body. Yeah. This is what we're discussing, yeah. that it actually gets stored, but you have to release that, you know, in order, in order to be able to move on.
0: And I might add, and again, this is with all, all respect to, to psychologists and whatever, sometimes, I've certainly felt in my life that speaking about it more uh, cognitively all the time just actually aggravates the situation. It doesn't take it away. It just like becomes more part of, of, of your paradigm and more part of your thoughts and you're more triggered than if you actually don't bring it up. This is 101.9. Hi FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kasilski and Fagie Stern. This is one and one point nine high fm and we are talking to Haley about the releasing of trauma um and haley in one in in one of the questions um that 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 you gave to us, you said you also do corporates I mean can you do this in a in a in a like a multi person setting?
2: Yes, so we can work with individuals and we work with groups, so we can work with um groups, families as well. That's first part of it, so. And couples, and then what I've done is I've developed around the TRE program a full corporate program because I've done work um, with personal mastery and regulation, self awareness, and what I found in the past is that a couple of our providers try to get into the corporate environment, um, and they would just go in and do the six sessions. Now. When I have a client, I actually educate my clients about the process. What is happening? My goal is to equip my clients to be able to do this for themselves on their own. So actually when I, when I did craniosacral and I learned this work, I did, I got all my clients to do TRE. You know, you're so excited. Yes, this is going to, you know, solve everybody's problems. And actually my whole practice switched to TRE, like 90% TRE. And, um, it was quite nerve wracking because I started to lose my clients because they were recovering. Well, that's what we should be wanting as facilitators and providers. We, you know, if you've got someone in your practice long term, you know, I wonder, you know, how much of that is really um, efficient for the, for the client. And yes, we do have extreme cases. So when I work with childhood PTSD in my, in my adult clients, I actually see them for about a year. And that's how long it can take, but they see benefits almost immediately. Um. So yes, in the corporate environment, um, this education part is very important. And as a trainer of as a certified training provider, I have based that on our training program. So I've taken parts of what's necessary and I've weaved it into, I think it's worked out it's about an eight-week program. Um, and at the end of the day, what people are left with is a tool that they can use. They have released quite a bit in that time. We have amazing facilitators. I've got such an incredible group of mentors that work with me. Um, these ladies are solid. They're safe. We've all done our own work. Um, and that's the same in our training programs as well. I run three training programs a year for people who would like to become certified providers. Um, it's eight months in total. And yeah, if anybody out there is thinking of doing this, we, we really need good people because it is such an epidemic out there, you know, anxiety, stress, trauma. And just from that trauma, um, perspective, you know, long-term stress, Ends up being the same in the body as if you have a traumatic event. So we mustn't think that just because we haven't had a death or a car accident or something major that we aren't traumatized. Because long-term trauma just builds and builds in the system the same ways if you have a big shock. You know, that I was going to say that
1: earlier. It's like you know, I think we all have those trauma responses, whether it's to our husbands, to our children, whatever they do. Kind of we react, but that's really a, a trauma response, and it can happen daily.
2: Yeah. And so you look at how relationships are being challenged um because one person is triggered and the other person's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And it can be very small, you know, markers that are that are going on. And in a corporate environment, oh my goodness, I mean, how much time do you spend with your colleagues? You know, it's like 70% of your time. So yeah, we, we are hoping to make an impact there. We are ready now for corporate because now we have the numbers of trained facilitators. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about that offering and we are talking to a few companies at the moment. So let's, let's see how that goes. Um, yeah, and from the training is, is, perspective, is, your,
0: is, is, is your, is your, um, your sessions covered at all by medical aid?
2: So at the moment we, we, you can't claim back from medical aid. Um, it's quite a lot of red tape there, but as a training providers, we offer quite a substantial CPD allocation for professionals. So health professions council, um, have approved us as a training provider, which shows that our content is good, um, and worthwhile doing. Um but to get onto medical aid takes some time. You know, it's a, there's a lot of red tape. You've being,
0: um, being polite.
2: Like takes a long but, time. Um,
1: <laughs> they're catching but, up but early, they're getting there.
2: But here's the good thing, you know, um if you're looking at six sessions with a facilitator That's going to be your commitment up front. And remember that we're teaching you how to do this for yourself safely. So sessions are once a week kind of for those six sessions. But thereafter, you might want to come once a month or once every six weeks, you know, if something's going on. But at home, you can quite easily, you know, fit this into a routine. Most of my clients do, especially the kitties that I see. They're amazing. You know, they'll pick it up. I teach them how to do it for themselves not in a way of the full exercise program, but I say to them, you know, if you're feeling if you're feeling anxious, do this stretch. There's certain stretches that actually reduce the the charge in the body. Or say at nighttime before you go to bed, just put your knees up, put your feet flat and see if you can get a bit of a shake going. And they so proudly do this. Um, they are amazing. Kids are amazing with this process. We're learning a lot of, a lot through their nervous systems, um, through this UNISA three year project that we're on. We're working with children at risk. So these kids are being placed from abusive homes or neglect, neglectful homes into, through the courts, into, um, child, children homes that are run by different organizations, but that are also government organized. And um, we've had the most remarkable preliminary results come back so far. We're doing a combination qualitative. That means what's changed like from a questionnaire point of view and we're doing quantitative. So we're using the heart math, heart rate variability um, measurements for that. And I'm actually in contact with the heart math director in in the States, Roland McCrattie. He's quite well known. He knows his stuff and he's going to evaluate our content But uh, we did psychometric testing with these kids, and in every single aspect uh, or section of the psychometric testing, there's been improvement with what looks like to be the biggest improvement in the reduction of anxiety. Now, these are kids who've had extreme, extreme trauma. So we're learning a lot. I mean, we've taken on a difficult case. It's not like doing a sort of a normal nervous system. We, We work with kids. We work with traumatized children. But we are learning so much. We're also learning sort of how to work with them over the – we worked with them over 12 weeks because we thought six weeks is just not going to be enough. And teaching regulation and getting their nervous system to switch into a regulated mode um, has taken that amount of time. But we're can very, ask, very happy with the results.
0: Can I ask you, if, if somebody learns this method or how to self-regulate, is it something that you know you have a tool for life, and if you find yourself in another traumatic situation, you can kind of, if I can put it in commas, heal yourself or assist yourself in in go, living through it?
2: Yeah. You can. Um, You know, co-regulation is always important in high trauma, though. So if you have had a big event happen, you might find that your body will automatically start going into a vibrational shake. That's what it does. Mm -hmm. Um, And once you've got this mechanism in you, it will in the moment reduce the tension as you are experiencing it. And that goes a long way to resetting. So spontaneous tremor can happen. It's not a bad thing at all. And you can actually slow it down and control it if you want to. Um, but go and see a provider. It's always best when there's high trauma to not tremor on your own. But if you've got backache or neckache, I mean, I do that for myself often. If I've been sitting too long, working so many hours, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm very tight, my neck and my back. You know, I'll just lie down and trim and it's amazing. It takes me literally five to ten minutes. I've kind of reset my nervous system. I've had twelve years of releasing, so wow. <laughs> you
1: know for would, me. Would you it's, say would lie. you say like the after effects um you know, I'd like to hear kind of stories of what happens to people afterwards. Are they much calmer? Do they sleep better? Do they go off medications? Is their concentration better? Yeah, well, all of, all of the above. Um, we do have
2: a 24 to 48 hour, um, period where any stored experience can come up to release, but it's not like when you experience it. And if that happens, you know, your brain stem is doing the right thing, but yes, all of those things you've mentioned and we can talk a little bit more about others as well.
0: This is 101.9 Hi FM. This is the healthy you, wealthy you show with Edel Kosulski and Fagie Stern. We have just a couple of minutes left to our show, Heidi. Uh, somebody wants to know: Is your eight-month course every day, and how much does it cost? Are you happy to share that over the airwaves, or should we get? Uh, so, you want to give the contact? Yeah,
2: yeah, I'll I'll give the contact details. We have different payment options, but it is affordable. Um, it's an eight-month training where we do uh, three modules. The module one and two is three days in total. The module three is three days in total. That's where I train. And then we meet for four supervisions in that four-month period for the first two modules and four supervisions for the second. In between, you do case studies, peer sessions, and you work on your own process, and you'll be fully supported by my team. They are amazing women. So it's like a two-for-two. You get to work on yourself, and you get to learn how to work on others
0: and and what type of people would would be attracted to this? Would it be people that are in the you know the physical
2: emotional um healing space um I trained quite a lot of health professions um professionals um you know Kairos, um i'm working with quite a lot of psychologists at the moment biokinesists. but I do have a component of trainees that want people who want to change what they do. Or people who are interested in helping others but don't know how to go about it. The eight-month training is quite substantial, so you actually prepared enough during that time to start working with others. And where there's still a little bit of work needed on yourself in terms of grounding, we we actually just extend that, so it doesn't cost you more, but we just keep you in the program until you're ready. Okay, how can people get hold of you? Let's give some. Right. So the easiest for me, please, is on email. Um, It is trejhb at gmail.com. So, yeah, trejhb, as in Johannesburg, at gmail.com. Please also go and have a look at our website. Um, It is www.tre4, as in F-O-R, Africa or one word dot com and then Dr. Bassetti's website is www.traumaprevention.com or dot org. I think it's dot org. Um, so yeah, go and have a look. There's lots of providers on our, um, TRE for Africa website. Uh, my profile is on there. My contact details, my cell phone numbers on there. Um, but it's easier for me to
1: work through emails at this stage and I don't forget who I've <laughs>
2: needed to get back to.
1: If people do want to come to you for NLP or any of the other other you know, cranio that you do, do do you offer that too? So the other process that I offer is
2: craniosacral with, um, with TRE. Those are my two main ones. Um, I'm also studying at the moment. I'm doing my, my B-Psych degree full time. So I'm doing that to get the other side of the coin. Um, so at some stage I'll be counseling and have the whole package, but that's going to take a while still. Um, but those are my two main modalities. And, um, I don't do NLP as a, as practicing. And the heart math, I definitely do. So that's, that's about regulation, um, and teaching that through breathing.
0: Absolutely amazing. And we are really, really privileged. We've been privileged to hear from you and it certainly resonates, you know, that you've um, said it so many times on the show that, you know, while we're here to teach people how to eat and, and live healthily, and there is definitely a physical component, there is an even bigger emotional component. And if one wants to, you know, have the whole healing package, one needs to look at that. And, you know, the whole idea of somatic healing and all these modalities are just absolutely fascinating. So thank you for your expertise, your time. You've explained it so very well. And uh, I'm sure we're going to have you more on the show just, you know, just to open people's minds out and for people to realize that there is hope out there and there's hope in a natural way. You don't have to medicate yourself, you know, to the hill to try – Regulate yourself through, through life because life is the- most- And also
1: being able to just release that trauma to really understand where your, where your issues are coming from is amazing.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
1: If I may just make one last comment is that we focus on
2: physical, mental and emotional health, but nobody's talking about nervous system health and that's what we are all about. So I just want to say thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to come back anytime and whatever the topic may be. So yeah, thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you so much, Hayley.
0: This is the Healthy You Wealthy Show. It's 101.9. Hi FM, thank you for joining.